This is Canada HR News for April 28, 2022. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we will cover the news related to job vacancies across Canada, Ontario plans to attract newcomers, Nova Scotia's support for the Ukrainian refugees, census data on transgender and non-binary people in Canada, and other topics. Stay with us to get the latest HR updates. Indeed reports that total Canadian job postings on their platform were up 71% on April 22nd. The pace of postings growth has cooled from a strong pace in February and March. Job postings are elevated across Canada, with postings in Atlantic Canada and the prairies furthest above their pre-pandemic levels. While hiring appetite is high across all sectors, demand in certain healthcare and education roles is softening, in contrast to strong growth in lower-paying fields like food services. Job postings are high across the wage spectrum. Demand is further above pre-pandemic levels among lower and higher-paying job types than mid-wage ones. As of April 22nd, postings for both low- and high-paying occupations were up 82% from their February 2020 levels. Postings in software development have crept up further over the past two months from already exceptional levels, while demand in food services has surged from earlier this year, surpassing its peaks in late 2021. Demand is also quite elevated in areas like construction, human resources, but postings have softened somewhat as of late. In Ontario, there are currently more than 300,000 jobs going unfilled. The provincial government is investing an additional $15.1 million over three years to improve and expand the Ontario Immigrant Nominee Programme. The program allows the province to nominate for permanent residence individuals who have the skills and experience to contribute to Ontario's economy. While almost 120,000 economic class immigrants to Canada arrived in 2021, only 9,000 newcomers were nominated through the Ontario Immigrant Nominee Program in that year. An increased nomination allocation would allow Ontario to fill targeted labor market gaps across the province and drive overall economic growth. Canadian provinces continue to expand their support for the refugees coming from Ukraine. The government of Nova Scotia has engaged the YMCA as a community partner to help provide information to Ukrainians who want to connect with employers and community. The YMCA with its reach of settlement and language services across the province, will help answer questions, assess the needs of the Ukrainian newcomers, and help connect them to the information they need. These efforts will include collaboration with multiple community partners, including Immigration Services of Nova Scotia and the Ukrainian Canadian Congress. To further support Ukrainian nationals, the province is easing requirements for immigration and settlement programs. Applications are being processed urgently, and language tests, recruitment requirements, and settlement funds are not barriers to applications under the skilled worker or occupations in demand streams of the Nova Scotia nominee program. Ukrainian newcomers will also be eligible for all provincially funded settlement programming. The Department of Labor, Skills, and Immigration will have online information sessions available on how Ukrainians can access its programs. 
Canada's 2021 census of population included for the first time a question on gender and the precision of at birth on the sex question, allowing all cisgender, transgender and non-binary individuals to report their gender. Canada is the first country to collect and publish data on gender diversity from a national census. One in 300 people in Canada aged 15 and older reported being transgender or non-binary. The proportions of transgender and non-binary people were three to seven times higher for Generation Z, born between 1997 and 2006, and millennials, born between 1981 and 1996, than for Generation X, born between 1966 and 1980, baby boomers, born between 1946 and 1975, and older people. Over time, the acceptance and understanding of gender and sexual diversity has evolved. Further, there has been social and legislative recognition of transgender, non-binary, and 2S LGBTQ plus people in general. Younger generations may be more comfortable reporting their gender identity than older generations. In May 2021, the Canadian population aged 15 and older had an average age of 48 years. In comparison, the transgender population had an average age of 39.4 years, while the non-binary population had an average age of 30.4 years. Canada experienced another record-setting year for anti-Semitic incidents in 2021. The Jewish advocacy group Bnei Brith Canada's annual audit of anti-Semitic incidents revealed. The number of incidents recorded was 2,799, making it the fourth successive year in which the 2,000 mark was exceeded. Online hate has become the preferred method of targeting the Jewish people. Almost 2,100 incidents of online hate was reported, an increase of 12.3% over 2020. When Canadians were in their homes in lockdown, the opportunity for in-person harassment has decreased. While Ontario experienced a decline in anti-Semitic incidents, Quebec and Western Canada reported increases. Ryerson University is launching Master of Science in Occupational and Public Health program this fall. The new graduate program will be first in Canada to combine the fields of occupational health and safety and public health. Occupational health and safety is concerned with preventing injury and illness in the workplace, and public health aims to prevent disease and protect public health for the entire population. The two fields are interdependent, but often siloed in undergraduate and graduate education programs. Professionals in both areas play a key role in anticipating and preventing negative health outcomes and improving our overall quality of life. Canada faces the rise of emerging occupational and public health challenges related to aging population, climate change, infectious diseases, and other. Through coursework and research, students will draw upon both disciplines to address these challenges, preparing to create innovative solutions in policy and practice. The program is seeking applicants from a variety of occupational and public health backgrounds, including recent graduates and professionals working in the field. And this was Canada HR News for April 28, 2022.
please leave us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcast. For more information on the topics discussed today, see the episode description and follow us on Twitter at CADHR News or LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast.